All right, Tupac's Brenda's Got a Baby, one of his most famous tracks, one of his most known for. Like, I think whenever anyone sort of thinks Tupac, they think Brenda's Got a Baby. You know, that's why they know Tupac. Um, oh, that and Changes probably is another very popular one by him. But um, Brenda's Got a Baby has always been really interesting to me because what it does is it takes like a small topic that no one really talks about that much, which is like teen pregnancy slash unplanned pregnancy. And he sort of brings that forward to light and shows how that is one of the main causes of a, a bigger problem that we all know about, that we're all trying to fix and has been in the light for ages, and that is poverty. You know, he, he takes this one thing that no one really talks about or no one even sees how that's a problem. Like, you know, we know it's bad. We know that our teen pregnancy shouldn't happen. But, like, you never really think about what it causes. And he sort of brings it to light that that is one of the main causes of poverty. And, you know, he sort of basically gets people thinking, like, oh, well, if we can just focus on getting that fixed, who knows what could happen? You know, like, fixing poverty, that's a difficult thing to do. But wearing a condom, that's much easier. Let's do that. And then this will be probably not fixed, but a lot better. You know, and I, I like that a lot because, um, like, there probably are a couple of songs out there that I don't know that talk about teen pregnancy and, like, sort of unplanned pregnancies and stuff. But it's not something that's commonly talked about except this bigger topic up here. Everyone's always talking about it. And he's like, well, this is making that. You know, this is one of the main contributors to that. I, I really like that he sort of brought that forward. And, yeah, until hearing the song, I never really thought about it like that. But when after hearing it, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right, mate. You're, you're bang on, you know? And, um, yeah, so he starts out by saying, I hear Brenda's got a baby, but Brenda's barely got a brain. A damn shame. The girl can hardly spell a name. So he's just sort of like, you know, setting the scene, letting everyone know that she's not the smartest crayon in the shed. And I really like the alliteration there as well. Um, you know, Brenda's barely got a brain. Like, the, it just sounds pleasing. Quite good with lyrics, this man. What he's known for. And then he then impersonates uh, the media by saying, that's not our problem, that's up to Brenda's family. Like, it's at this point where he starts to explain the effects that this then has on the community and why that, you know, it's not just the problem of Brenda's family, you know. We're a community, we all help each other out. Like, yeah, this is going to affect, you know, a lot more people than just Brenda's family. So it's not something to sort of just palm off and ignore. Now, Brenda really never knew her mums, and her dad was a junkie putting death into his arms. Which, like, I, I, you know, I really like that. Like, it's obviously people know that, I'm assuming it's heroin, uh, is bad. But, like, putting death into his arms is a very sort of morbid, cold way of saying the truth. You know, that's, that's what it is. Like, have you seen any, like, 80-year-old heroin user? Probably not, you know, like, it might not be the heroin that kills them, but something related to that, whether it be like a, a dealer, you know, they've gotten angry at someone and gotten themselves killed, something like that. It is death. So I, I really like that he sort of worded it that way and not just putting bad into his arms. So, you know, it, it's a, a much more sort of real way of sort of saying it and it, it helps you realise the, the gravity of the situation, I guess. And then he goes on to say, It's sad because I bet Brenda doesn't even know. Just because you're in the ghetto doesn't mean you can't grow. And, like, obviously if Brenda has only ever seen poverty, she's not going to look outside of that. You know, like, it, it's all she's known. 
So she just assumes that that's what she's destined for. Like, there's not really any reason to question it. Like, oh, I, I saw my brother, like, sell this cocaine and he got a lot of money for it. I'm going to do that. You know, you, d- you don't think past what you've been brought up with. As Tupac says, Brenda's barely got a brain. And then the next few lines really helps paint a picture for Brenda's situation and sort of, like... It explains what sort of family she's been handed. Brenda got herself a boyfriend. Her boyfriend was a cousin. Now let's, wa- now let's watch the joy end. She tried to hide her pregnancy from her family, who really didn't care to see or give a damn if she went out and had a church of kids as long as when the check came, they got first dibs. And, like, obviously, if you're going to grow up in a family full of cutthroats, you know, you're going to be a lot more selfish when you finally do have something because you know, like, if you tell them, they're just going to take it from you. So you've got to, like, hide this. And that develops something nasty inside of you. You know, that's not a sort of... That's not a way to bring up a kid. That's not going to, I don't know, raise a flower. It's going to raise the opposite of a flower. Yeah, it's not going to result in a good person. And then he goes on and makes this whole song a lot darker, like as if it's not already dark enough. She's 12 years old and having a baby, in love with a molester who's sexing her crazy, and yet she thinks that he'll be with her forever, and dreams of a world where the two of them are together. Whatever. He left her, and she had the baby solo. Like, having a kid that young is obviously going to be, you know, super difficult, not having much life experience. Like, you know, when I was 12 years old, I was very stupid. Like, I'm not going to know how to deal with a kid. I didn't know how to look after myself. Um, Like, yeah, at that point, you need the help of a parent. And, like, her parents aren't going to want to help, you know. They're not going to get anything out of it. Um, He then details the event of her wrapping up the baby and leaving it in a pile of rubbish for someone to hopefully find. Uh, But then he says she didn't realise how much the little baby had her eyes. Now the baby's in the trash heap, bawling. Mama can't help her, but it hurt to to hear her calling. Brenda wants to run away. So, like, bringing up the the connection that a person has to their child. She finds herself unable to just walk away, but, like, knowing she won't be able to take care of the child properly, you know, like, what do you do? Leave it there for a chance of someone finding it? Or take her and have it be alive but not live a very good life? Thankfully, she decides to take the child. Uh, And then Tupac says... Uh, Mama say you make me lose pay. The social worker's here every day. Now Brenda's got to make her own way. Can't go to her family. They won't let her stay. Like there's obviously going to be social workers buzzing around the case of a young teenager having a child. You know, like sort of obviously and thankfully making sure the kid is being cared for. But like her family's not going to let her leech off of them. You know, they're not going to get anything out of it. You know, they're going to be paying money for this young teenager and their child, like when they could just use that money for heroin. Like they're they're not going to give up their heroin for her. That's how evil it is. That's how much of a grip that it has on you. Like that's your child and your grandchild. Yeah, so that's the sort of situation poor Brenda has sort of not landed herself in because it's just an unfortunate result of, you know, where she was born, which is not her fault at all. It's just the situation she's been handed and sort of has to deal with. He then goes on to say, no money, no babysitter. She couldn't keep a job. She tried to sell crack, but ended up getting robbed. So now what's next? There ain't nothing left to sell. So she sees sex as a way of leaving hell. It's paying the rent. So she really can't complain. Prostitute found slain and Brenda's her name, which is just like an incredibly sad way to end it. Like this potential bit of light in an otherwise dark family was just shut down due to what could be like a lack of education you know not wearing 
protection or even like that selfish attitude that I was talking about earlier that it's just like drilled into this family as kids at such a young age like her Brenda's cousin just wanted something so he took it like without her consent he wanted it he took it didn't matter what she thought of it and yeah whatever the cause was it ended up with this woman unable to think of ways to make herself money and support her and her child sort of forcing herself well down the path of prostitution um and that obviously can bring on like a whole slew of other problems whether it be like stds like getting robbed again and even just sort of like normalizing that idea of you know selling yourself to a child quick note from the editor here I do not mean normalizing the idea of selling yourself to a child. I mean normalizing the idea to a child of selling yourself, if that makes sense. Like, that's not something that a child should have to grow up with. Um, unfortunately, it's it's far too common. Yeah, it's just going to bring on, like, a, another massive slew of problems. You know, she's fixed one problem by doing this thing and brought on another three. It's like a, an evil Medusa. No, not Medusa. The snake. You know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, the path has obviously ended up with her being dead. Prostitution slain. Or prostitute slain. And there's one very short line left right at the end that's just so harrowing. So I'm going to go back a couple of lines so you can sort of hear it in context and sort of to, to its fullest, I guess, as to what it was what it was meant to be heard as. So now what's next? There ain't nothing left to sell, so she sees sex as a way of leaving hell. It's paying the rent, so she can't really complain. Prostitute found slain, and Brenda's her name. She's got a baby. You know, so like this woman is dead, and she's got a baby, who is now left motherless in this world. I think it's an, it's an amazing track, just bringing, bringing to light one of the major causes of a bigger issue already in the light. Um, I think it's incredibly clever, and the beat is just perfect for it as well. I, I will play that uh, real quick. Like, if you heard this in a soundtrack to a movie, you'd sort of, you know, you'd know something big is coming to the story, like something very heavy, very sort of fucked up. And yeah, he delivers that. He delivers that in the storytelling. I think it's, yeah, it's just, it's an amazing track, a great track from one of the greatest to Graces. And uh, yeah, if you haven't heard it before, I hope I've managed to convince you to give it a listen. It's definitely worth it. It's only like three and a half minutes long. And yeah, he tells like a, a story worth years in that short amount of time. But yeah, I hope I've managed to convince you to check it out. And uh, be sure to check back tomorrow because I'm going to be reacting to some sneakers. I'll see you then. That's a wrap.